Hello, and welcome to episode 64 of the Horror Stands podcast. Hi, I'm Matt. Hey, this is Steve. And today, we're keeping up with our sequels here. We've been doing pretty well with that. We have Happy Death Day to You, which was actually kind of my request to do. <laughs> Matt was adamant that he finds out what happens in the sequel. I had so much fun with the original. And I mean, I I'll be honestly, know. yeah, I was like, is it too close? Because we just did the first one, but rewatching it and seeing how much it ties into the first one, I'm really glad that we're doing this so quickly. Agreed. Yeah. Because I was like, yeah, if I would have seen this later on a year from now i would have been like you wait wouldn't remember anything. tree who what well we can let's not get that crazy tree's an icon <laughs> a legend she is the moment but like it's a direct follow-up oh yeah we love direct follow-ups i think i mean hollow the original halloween 2 takes place right after the first one halloween kills takes place right after the first one i, oh. I think no there's doesn't back to the future too which takes ties place into this movie, right, right after, after the after first, first one. one. Yep. Yep. Um, two of those movies are good. Right after um, the 13th, part three <laughs> is right after the second one. Yeah, true. Okay. See, so we, we got this. I love a sequel that does that. And you've seen all of the Back to the Future. Well, I think you've not seen part three. We've talked about no, this, No, right? because I hate Westerns. Yeah. I, I haven't seen the Back to the Future movies since I was a kid, though, mm. to be honest with you. But, you know, they're iconic. They're great. Uh, and obviously... Uh, this movie is very, very much inspired by that movie. Mm-hmm. So this is 2019, two years after the first one. Didn't do as well as the first one, which I don't understand why. Because, you know, because people liked it, critics and audiences. Mm-hmm. I know it came out on Valentine's Day. So maybe, it, which makes kind of makes sense to me. Everyone was going to see Love Actually. That's why. <laughs> no, it was years before. They were staying at home watching Love Actually <laughs> instead of going to the theaters. So you really enjoyed the first one, obviously, since you wanted to. You were thirsty for the sequel. I was a thirsty bitch. Yeah, the first one was great. It was fantastic. And what do you think about this one? It's much less horror than I thought it was going to be compared to the first one. I feel mm-hmm. like the first one had a lot more horror elements to it. This was more... Like it's rom com sci fi with a like a side of horror, yeah. That I think pissed some people off. Mm-hmm. I mean, it didn't really piss me off because, I mean, I, you know, before the movie came out, I, you know, the, the director said that it was going to be more Back to the Future, more mm-hmm. sci fi, yeah. Um, but I know some of the hardcore horror fans were a little pissed off, but. I'm like, I didn't mind it being mixed up. And we still had some of mm-hmm. the slasher elements. It wasn't completely gone. Mm-hmm. But I do prefer the first one. Agreed. But I think this is a solid sequel. Yeah, it's just, it's different. I, I really enjoyed the sequel here. And more tree. More tree. And then, uh, I mean, if you're set up with the director saying it's going to be different, how can you really be upset when it's different? <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, I like that it's not a carbon copy and they want a different route, you mm-hmm. know, kind of like aliens to exactly. alien. Not that the happy death day films are at that <laughs> level of quality. Says who? That's <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck off. They're yeah. better. But I mean, even though this movie underperformed, there is, you know, still kind of whispers of a third one. And I hope it happens. Well, with that post credit scene, there better be something. <laughs> I mean, I need more Danielle on my life. 
Oh, I, oh, that's right. Yes. I love Danielle. Danielle's great in this one. Queen. Yes, Queen. So you enjoyed it. Yes, I did. Very much so. I mean, you know me. I love my rom-coms. So this was yeah, this is right up your alley. Yeah, this, this, this was I, my I bread and butter. I <laughs> definitely get hardcore 80s vibes from this movie. Mm-hmm. But we'll get into that. Oh, I didn't mention this in the first one, but I'm pretty sure this movie was like originally supposed to be made, or the the first Happy Death Day was supposed to be made in 2007. I think it was called Half Half to Death, um, and it was supposed to star Megan Fox. Ooh, I would you like know, to have seen that. You know, she, I don't know h- how much the script changed. Like, I don't think, I mean, I love Megan Fox. I think mm-hmm. she's a good actress, despite what people say. And she's great in Jennifer's body, as we discussed. Go check out that episode. Yes. Uh, and, but, I mean, I don't know if she could give us what Jessica Roth could give with the comedy chops. But, you know, I would have liked to seen it. But we open up with. Split openings. With. <laughs> you know, I stand a t- like a a logo that's fucked with, mm-hmm. and we get one here, kind of playing with the multiverse thing. Like it, the very first one did. It had the repeat. Uh, what is it? What do you call it? The title, not title card. Um, the alcohol's hitting already, people. <laughs> the the universal, <laughs> the universal logo. logo. Yeah, yeah, the universal logo. Yeah, the first one had. It was you know, like, the repeating universal yeah. logo. Now this one's got it split into three different ones, which. I think you also prepped me for was this might deal with some multiverse stuff going on. Marvel stole from this movie. They did. They saw this and they wanted to capitalize. I mean, it was probably in the comics multiverse, I'm assuming, but still. No one had brought it to cinema. This movie's better than like the last four Marvel movies. Let's just be honest. But we open up with, I think his his name is Brian. Ryan. Oh, Ryan. Ryan, That was close. Yes. Who's having a tree-like experience revisiting the same day. I do really love how, like, we see things, like, in the, in the first movie, like, Tree, every time she woke up, you would hear the trumpet. And then some guy saying, like, shut the hell up or something like that. And now mm. we actually see those people. Yeah. Just, like, little things like that. Like, expanding the universe and stuff that we already kind of know. And And like you said, this is... A legitimate direct sequel to the first one. So at the end of the first one, Ryan says he's been sleeping in his car. It smells like feet and hot pockets. Yep. And so then he were right back at that scene just from Ryan's perspective where he walks in on uh, Carter and Tree and tells them, yeah, it smells like feet and hot pockets. Fe- <laughs> so don't make me sleep in my car again. I mean, depending on the hot pocket, it's not a horrible smell. I guess. Yeah. The ham and cheese. Eh, <laughs> Did you think that this movie was just going to be like the exact same thing as the original, but with our boy with Ryan? Ryan? Yes. Uh, yeah. I'm like, oh, OK, I'm ready. I'm ready to see what Ryan's all about. Let's let's do it. I'm just li- waiting for tree. <laughs> I, I, I don't mind Ryan. Yeah. But I'm like, where's where's my girl? But I'm sure you knew. Uh, tree, yeah. From sure the trailers be, yeah. and stuff. I knew. Yeah. Tree would be here. Yeah. So and we have I don't know his name, but how, okay. I, met, how I met your father legend. <laughs> Who's and how I met your father? This uh, this new boy? Yeah, who's the one of the scientist boys? Yeah, uh, Samosa. I, I don't know his. <laughs> wait, what? His, Dan- that's his name in the show. No, I Danielle met- calls him. I think Samosa later on. Oh, um, <laughs> I don't know these two new characters' names, yeah. and I feel like they're not much of a character, which is one of my problems with the movie. Actually, oh, I I love the guy. He's such a doof. 
He's he, I'd rather even say a I, goof. I needed more from them. I don't mind. The, I think the actors do a fine job. Yeah. I just I feel like they're in a lot of the movie, but I didn't really get to know them yeah. as much. But but we find out very quickly that Ryan has the science project named Sissy, which stands for something. I don't know what's going on with the science stuff, to be honest with you. Um, there's a lot going on with there's science stuff. There's a lot stuff. of science stuff. But we have this, like, I think he's, like, the dean of the school, this yeah. guy. Let's and shut it down. He's giving very, like, 80s, like, dean vibes, <laughs> like, you know, trying to shut this shit down. But Ryan ends up getting killed by, I almost call him Babyface. Does he have a We name? call him Babyface. Baby, baby, I mean, that's the R&B legend from the 90s, Babyface. But, um, is it really? Yeah. You don't know Babyface? I don't know Babyface. Oh, wow. He gets killed by... Baby face with one tooth wakes up again. And here we are repeating the same day with our boy Ryan. It's going to be a Ryan movie. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God it's not, though. Not that I don't <laughs> like Ryan, like I said, but but I love how Trey right is like, OK, this is what's going on. <laughs> she immediately recognizes yeah, it. She knows what's up. And then Tree gives just a nice explanation of the first movie. We get like a 30 second recap of everything that went down. Mm hmm. So I guess that would help audience members who haven't seen the first movie. Big fans. So you said you your your girlfriend, Allison Icon, mm -hmm. she's she watched most of this movie, not yeah. the whole thing. Yeah, she was well she was working on her laptop while we had it on. So she she like kinda got bits and pieces. I, I would of be it. very confused <laughs> even with this recap. So basically like like we know, right, that Sissy is responsible for what happened to Trey. Mm-hmm. There is uh, one line I like with I, I I love just seeing Carter and Tree's relationship throughout the film. That's the rom com aspect of it. And Ryan's got a line where it's like, Get Ryan, or uh, Carter, tell your girlfriend to stop like being mean to me. And Carter's like, Wait, she's not my girlfriend. And Tree's like, What? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Because um, they've only really known each other for two days. We'll At get, this point. Oh, uh, we'll get into that. That might be another <laughs> issue I have later on. But they decide, you know, it'll be safer in public. So they go to a uh, basketball game where everybody's wearing this baby doll, baby face <laughs> mask. <laughs> and I think Ryan has a line like, why would you choose that as your mascot? <laughs> he should have went to MIT, he says. Yeah. <laughs> Which is true. It's very, again, like we said in our first episode, it's a very non-threatening mascot. Who's going to be afraid of a baby? It's a little menacing, though. I don't want that chasing me. I don't want it chasing me, but if, like, I had a football team and they had a baby on their backs, I'd, like... You know this team gets made fun of all the time, exactly, right? Exactly, yeah. Was it Bay Bayfield College, maybe? Bayfield Babies? Like, come on now. Well, it does have a nice ring to it. <laughs> Actually, I can get on board with it. But Ryan gets attacked, and, I, you know, I always love, like, a good public... Uh, scene where you think you're safe, but just because there's a lot of people around doesn't mean you can't get stabbed. Mm -hmm. So we have one of your favorites and a chase scene going on. We get a little chase scene. I totally thought Ryan was going to put on some of the baby clothes or the the college clothes that are there and put on a baby Whoa. mask and kind of blend in. He kind of does. I guess not he, him, yeah. but his uh, doppelganger. It's, yeah. She's able to intervene before Ryan's killed. Knocks babyface killer in the head. Yeah, and plot and twist. It turns out to be Ryan, fake Ryan. I'll call him fake Ryan. Yeah, 
I don't really understand why because we don't get any other doubles. Mm-hmm. But you know, whatever. I don't really care. <laughs> 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 I don't understand the science of any of this, so it's cool. And this is so yeah. You had some gripes with this movie. This is probably one of my gripes is that we only had this one scene with fake Ryan, but I feel like there should have been many more scenes with either fake Ryan explaining himself or someone else explaining what the hell is going on here. Right. Yeah. What did happen? Yeah. This kind of this plot threads dropped, right? Yeah. This is like, here we go. (laughs) It's scream two. When they drop the, he's recreating the original murders and they just like, we don't need that plot anymore. Never it's mind. Fine. Just kidding. Because um, <laughs> fake Ryan's here to say, look, we can't exist in the same universe. So I have to kill you. Uh, it's very dangerous if we both exist here. And that's all we pretty much get. That's all we know is that it's dangerous. So they tr- they set off Sissy. Is this when we get the cool slow-mo? Like, oh, yeah. yeah that was pretty fucking cool. That was with the Yoohoo? We get, we get the Yoohoo. <laughs> Do they still make you? I, feel like I they mean, have I guess to. they did in 2019. So <laughs> four years later, I feel like it's not. They, that they got good, it. Though I never sounded like it's chocolate like, milk thing. Oh, I stand chocolate, chocolate milk, milk drink. Is you chocolate milk? And chocolate milk is is you chocolate milk? I think it's pretty much chocolate milk, but maybe it has a, like a slightly different flavor. Chocolate milk drink sounds a little <laughs> sus to me. Either yeah, you're either know. chocolate milk or you're not. You I know? don't know if I can trust that chocolate milk now. <laughs> And I love the Dean's line here when they're trying uh, to, like, shut off the, the sissy. Like, take the wrench from him. He's a college student yelling at the security he's guards. A, okay. <laughs> he's always yelling at the security guards. Like, I think later he's like, you guys need to hit the gym. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's just not doing anything. <laughs> but now Tree wakes up back to, like, the same situation from the first movie. Hey, and it's my birthday. That <laughs> ringtone is iconic. I love that I ringtone. Yeah. But Jessica Ross' performance of her being so frustrated is amazing. Like, I just can't imagine this these two movies being as good without her. Like, she's mm-hmm. so good. That screen dress. La La Land Girl for you. <laughs> I, I won't beat a dead horse, but Caster as Susan Storm in Fantastic Four. Fuck you, Margot Robbie. <laughs> and of course, if you've seen the first movie, you know uh, Ryan's about to come in and ask if Fine Vagine. Fine Vagine. So, so uh, Tree already knows he's about to come in, so she starts screaming at him to fix this. And of course, Ryan has no Ryan's idea who like, this person is. He, doesn't he call her crazy white girl the whole movie? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, we had the opening scene basically played over from the first movie, which was great to go back to. Her walking out of camp. One thing I love about this movie is that they how they got everybody back. Mm-hmm. And I know like probably most of these people aren't doing anything, but like imagine they couldn't get one person back. You right. know what I mean? Like and how they recreated everything to match. Mm-hmm. It's just fantastic. And I like how she's like, doesn't she take the poor girl who she wants her like to sign some green piece treaty yeah. thing? And she's like, she throws it and she's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> and then, okay. <laughs> her running into gay Tim and just being like, you're gay. Like, I see that gif all the time. Like Taylor <laughs> Swift. You're gay. <laughs> it's just such a great recreation of the opening scene. I love seeing all this again. But then <laughs> I was a little shook because I forgot. 
I was wait I was waiting for our girl Danielle to come up and say, "You sneaky little bitch," but she doesn't. And then Tree, this is when Tree realizes something is off. Yes. Know? So of course, from the first movie and from her explanation, we know that Lori. Well, in the first movie, Lori had freed. Uh, what what was his name? Tombs. Uh, to- Tombs. Tombs. Not to be confused with. Toomey from Psycho 2. <laughs> Laurie had freed Tombs and was going to frame Tombs for killing Tree. So Tree is now going to confront Laurie because she knows Laurie's ultimately behind everything. She's going to feed her a poison cupcake. And Laurie's like, I have no cupcake. But happy birthday. <laughs> okay. I guess we can talk about it now. Another problem I have. Now Laurie is nice and sweet, right? But just because it's a different... It's a different multiverse? Is that what you would say? A different verse? Sure. Like, she still would be evil, right? I mean, I guess... I don't know. I just didn't buy that at all. Not necessarily that she would, like, kill her Mm -hmm. in this dimension, but I don't know. I still think you're the same person, right? So I don't understand why Tree would just forgive her. Because essentially, she's still going to still try to kill her in a different verse. You know what so I mean? You, you, so you think in the, in a different universe, Laurie would still ultimately try to kill Tree no matter what? No, not necessarily that, but she still tried to kill Tree, and it's still mm-hmm. her. So mm-hmm. I don't like that whole, uh, what's her roommate's name? Laurie. Uh, Laurie Redemption arc. I still, if I were Tree, I'd still be pissed off, basically. I'd be, I yeah, I can understand Tree being pissed off, but. I think eventually the whole redemption arc comes from Tree realizing that this is not her universe sort of thing. Hmm. And here we get uh, Ryan, because Ryan's a master of all universes and knows everything, he explains how the universes work, which I think is actually kind of clever, with the the napkin with a pen. Every time they try to explain this kind of stuff in movies, it's done with like a pen through a sheet of paper or through a napkin or something. Um, <laughs> Event Horizon, if you know, you know. Um, oh, we need to cover that. We always talk about that, but we haven't <laughs> covered it yet. Um, I guess it's the easiest way to explain it to the audience, but I'm still confused. But it's fine. <laughs> okay, well, then we have Danielle making out with Carter. Carter. With the, it's so funny. The dramatic, I love the the dramatic music. I love the use of like the classical uh, music in these like dramatic events. So we had it for. I wish I knew what it was. Beethoven something probably when the machine first goes off. Public domain. Yeah, when the machine first goes off and everyone's in slow mo, you have this beautiful like da 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 da, da. and then now when uh, Carter's making out with Danielle. It's this dramatic. It's so funny. And Tree is so pissed off. She's pissed. And I love Danielle. So, like, Danielle is nicer in this verse, but (laughs) she's still, like, she's still still Danielle Danielle at the the room. I like how she says that she is, like, auditioning for a play as a blind person, and she thinks Anne Frank is Helen Keller. And <laughs> and she thinks playing blind is harder than actually being blind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Danielle. Never change. I love Danielle so much. And the fact that she... Okay, so I think you said you missed this from the first one. There was mm-hmm. a very inappropriate joke she made in the first one, mm-hmm. but hilarious. And in this one... 
uh, she's part of some special needs foundation. Oh, yeah. Which is the ironic part because she was making fun of those people in the oh. first one. And then she's like, you know, they're so cute. But when they start hugging you again, <laughs> for too, too long, long, it starts getting a little awkward. <laughs> but still nicer in this universe. She, she appears to be so anyways. Then this. So, again, you know, from the first movie, we know that it's. Tree's birthday, and she has to go have lunch with her father. So she's always she's been avoiding this lunch in the first movie because it just brings up too many bad memories of her mother. So she gets the call from her father in the second movie, and I'm just thinking like, oh my god, poor Tree. She's got to live through this conversation again with her father about her mother. This this is like a lot of emotions for her, and she's probably gonna have to do this multiple times if we're following Tree now. But plot twist, I, which I thought was great. In this universe, her mother's still alive. Mom is alive and well, so Tree is very happy. Mm-hmm. I do like. I do wonder though, like, because I don't think they really had this movie planned. Mm-hmm. Like, what if the mom? Because we saw just like pictures and like a little bit of video in the first one. What if she sucked as an actress, but <laughs> she's good? So like, it yeah. worked out. But is this the same actress? It's the, guy the same. Yeah. In picture. Wow! Look at them go. So I'm sure she was surprised. Like, oh, can you come back for the sequel as like an actual role? Like, okay, cool. <laughs> you have like a few lines. You just need to be a mother. She's like, I. She probably could do that. <laughs> but it was great to see. You know, it, it sucks. Tree's experiencing this all over again, but she fi- is able to find a moment of happiness through all this. Uh, through this repeated right. day. Is this where she pretty much she makes a decision though? She wants to stay. Right. Yeah. Universe. Which I yeah, that'd be I don't know. That'd be kind of tough to leave this universe being in trees shoes. Okay. So another big problem I have with this. (laughs) I do love this movie. Yeah. But these just these little problems I have with it where like I get that she wants to stay to be with her mother. Mm -hmm. But then. Ultimately, it seems like her decision is because she wants to be with Carter, even though they do kind of address that this isn't the world she's supposed to live in, Mm -hmm. which to me seems like it should be the bigger driving factor, driving factor for sure than Carter, who she Mm -hmm. knew for a day. Yes. (laughs) So I was getting kind of like mixed messages there. Mm -hmm. Well, but for her, she knew Carter for multiple like, days okay so let's say maybe even a month though it's still not a lot i guess you know yeah a month at the most but yeah that's true i mean carter eventually later on tells her like look it's this isn't you you're you belong someplace else like her mom was supposed to die as sucky as that is mm-hmm. so i mean i do like that thing that she you know she has to decide yeah. but i just thought maybe Less because I feel like later on in the movie they focus more on the Carter thing of it all, and I was just like, "All right, relax." It probably probably would have been better for, like you said, to have her more do it because she knows it's the right thing to do rather than do it for a boy. Fucked up to live in this world, yeah. And more people are gonna die too. I think. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) But she brings up in a conversation with Carter that, "Oh, you took me home the other night, but you're dating Danielle." Carter's like, well, Sus. I was just like worried about you, which, okay, maybe he's a good boy. Okay. Maybe he didn't want her to get, I mean, he just wanted her Wouldn't to get he home bring safe. bring her to her own dorm, though? That's kind of weird. Yeah, that'd make more sense. Doesn't, I don't think it's that far. Probably not. He probably knows, if he's banging Danielle, he knows where uh, Tree lives, I'm sure. So Danielle comes into 
Tree's room. She's like, the first movie says, what time are you coming to the party? Tree's not going to go. And that's when Tree realized, oh, shoot, Tombs, someone lets Tombs out. And she turns on the news, and that's when she realizes. She, think, she assumes, right, it's Laurie again. Mm-hmm. But plot twist, it's not. Not this time. So Lori is a sweet, innocent girl now. She say Lori saves Tree from Babyface Killer. And like here we get like a creepy hospital, like kind of empty, uh, more horror-y. <laughs> so like, I mean, I still think that there's enough of the slasher stuff in this movie. It's mm-hmm. not like it's completely abandoned. And I also do think this movie is more bloody than the first one, mm-hmm. which is not saying much right. with the PG-13 rating. But, you know, I don't think they completely abandoned it. Wait, this had PG-13? This is still PG-13. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't say abandoned. I'd just say very like limited. But I got the first one. I think the first one still had more, but it's not enough where I would. I feel like this movie not like it had it been completely like the first one. It would have been so been there, done that. Yeah. So. So Tree ends up getting chased through the hospital. Lori ultimately gets killed, and Tree ends up falling off the roof of the hospital. Like when she wakes up, she's like, rookie mistake. Tree. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, you know, she's been through this enough times. She's seen some shit. And this is where she kind of catches Carter, too, in the next day where she's like, well, you're dating Danielle, but you took me here. And Carter's like, yeah, well, I wasn't trying to do anything. She's like, a little fishy. Mm. I agree, Tree. In this verse, maybe Carter. Carter's kind is, of a perv. Yeah. She finally does get to change clothes, though. Like, she's like, I need to get out of these disgusting clothes. But I guarantee you it was just, like, the actors and the costume people be like, we're sick of this. Because I always hear that in movies where they have to, it's, you know, one day or something, and they mm-hmm. have to wear the same outfit. That mm-hmm. by the end of the movie, they're just so over it. Mm-hmm. So, work some fashion tree. It's a nice change. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think, I kind of think, uh, is it here where they kind of describe that, you know, they're going through all these, like, scientific jargon and whatnot but after every new day it's erased and they have to start anew which Mm -hmm. is very frustrating yeah right so that's when they ultimately rely on tree to memorize all these equations and formulas that they use so that she can be the one to tell them look you guys have tried this done this here's what works here here's what doesn't that fucking sucks i could not do this here's the funny part there's like i feel at one point in my life, looking at the whiteboard that they have, I could understand that. Like, I knew I, I took. Um, Couldn't be me. <laughs> I took calculus in high school and I loved calculus. I took it in college, too. And I like I could do all that shit. But looking at this board now, I'm thinking, what Once the I heck see, is like, that? An two exponent? or three numbers on a board. I'm like, OK, I'm lost. I'm out. <laughs> I, I do not have science math brain. Oh, my my math brain used to work. It's just I haven't used it since high school and college. It's like six high school over 10 years and now college over seven years or longer than that. So you lose it. Not tree, though. Tree's forced to memorize this if she wants to get out of this loop. One of the best final girls of all time. Julie James could not learn this fucking whiteboard. Let's (laughs) be honest. Natalie from Urban Legend. It's not going to happen. No. Actually, Natalie was probably smart. Book smart. I could see She's that. She's boring as fuck. <laughs> okay. And here we get probably my favorite part of the movie. The montage? 
montage, which I think is even better than the iconic montage from the first one. This is not to Demi Lovato, but to Paramore, who I'm not super familiar with, but I do think this is a bop. Um, <laughs> this is so 80s to me, and I love it. Like when she gets, I think she gets, or she electrocutes herself in the bath to kill herself. Mm-hmm. Then she wakes up with her hair all frizzy over the top. Mm-hmm. Her, um, like drinking like Drano in the supermarket. She cheers to the guy. He's like He's runs panicked. This <laughs> yeah. poor, poor old, old man. It's all right. Like the day will start anew, so he doesn't have to deal with this trauma of watching the suicide. Yeah, just like if, five minutes or so. <laughs> and her continually watching um, Carter and Danielle making out in the park bench and being mm-hmm. pissed off, and then eventually. She jumps out of the airplane without a parachute. Absolutely. I can't. It's, this is so over the top, <laughs> like in slow motion, giving the camera the finger. Just to interrupt them from making Just out. to be petty and kill herself in front of them. Mm-hmm. Iconic. I love it. But this is also, too, where we see a lot of plot points kind of happen just in passing. So Lori is still hooking up with Dr. Gregory. And whore. Right. See, she still sucks in this verse. She's even not, though she's not a murderer. She's not a murderer. She's just a cheater. A cheater. A homewrecker. <laughs> I mean, you could give you could still give Tree a cupcake. Mm-hmm. Just don't put the poison in it. She and then Tree also sees I think she sees the uh Gre- Gregory and his wife like yelling about something, which obviously which will come into play yeah, later. Probably knows something's up. Oh, and also I love the, what do you call it? The tree. Wood chipper? The wood chipper. Because the wood chipper is called Biff's tree removal, which is funny in two ways. Because Biff was, of course, the bully in Back Mm -hmm. to the Future. McFly. McFly. Who was also in April Fool's Day. People slept on that episode. It was a banger. Go listen to our <laughs> April Fool's Day episode, people. Um, and also tree removal, obviously. <laughs> That's clever. That's clever. I see what they did there. This movie should have gotten an Oscar. Fuck whatever movie got the Oscar in 2019. Um, Moon. Was it Moonlight? Moon. Remember, remember the drama where <laughs> oh, La La it was Land Warren Beatty and Faye Dunaway. Faye Dunaway icon, uh-huh. Mommy Dearest. They said the wrong movie. Yeah, I, I do know. remember. They that. might have been 2019. I feel. Like. 2019. Oh, we gotta check when that. Lo- you sh- you're a La La Land stan. That's well, where you know. Well, they didn't win. <laughs> they thought they. <laughs> I love mess like that. I love La La Land. <laughs> but we find out why Carter is always underneath, looking for something, underneath his, his desk oh, or his retainer. His retainer. <laughs> and of course, from. The first movie, we remember that after every death, you know, Tree starts to actually experience these injuries in her current whatever day she's in. Okay, this is bullshit again. Remember, this is my complaint yes, about the first one. and it one. happens again. It's like, <laughs> like they mention it once, and then later on, she's like, I don't know how many times I can do this. I can get injured. I'm like... They have this hasn't been addressed in, like, five deaths. Like, like you're just now remembering that this can happen. Right. <laughs> Very similar to the first movie, like almost shot for shot, really, though. Uh, Tree's taken to the hospital by Carter and creepy Dr. Gregory just happens to show up. Mm -hmm. But he doesn't know Tree in this universe. He's not banging a student in this one. Well, not worry. I guess not this student. (laughs) 
Which, good for you, Dr. Gregory. You're keeping it to one, I guess. Uh, Improvement in this universe. Super classy. And Tree, being in the hospital, realizes someone's going to let Tombs free. So she, so she decides to try to take matters into her own hands. And, again, holds up the cop. This poor innocent cop who's just doing his job. He's always held up at gunpoint. You know, he's just trying to do his best. But the cop says, no, Tombs has been taken to the OR. Like, he's, no one's going to. No one's released him. Uh, and as she goes, she finds uh, Tombs, shoots Tombs. Everything's great. Tombs is gone. There's another baby face. There's another baby. There's always two. And she, I like how she's like, if I'm going to go out, you're going to go out and blows them both up. Both sky high, shooting the oxygen tanks. And then I like how when she you wakes up. Tree. I love Tree. Tree's awesome. I think. She I like needs her more respect in the, when people discuss Final Girls. So maybe if they have the third one, you know, give us the third one. I, mean, I don't know what it could be. I believe the director said, like, each movie would be a different, like, setup. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the first one was Groundhog's Day. This this one is Back to the Future. Mm. So I wonder what they would do with the third one. So you have a lot more, obviously, horror knowledge than I do. Who would you say... Are not necessarily your, but the top five final girls that people talk about. Maybe that should be a bonus episode. Though. <laughs> I don't know if I want to reveal that. Not yours. Who do you think are like not your top five, but like who do you the, think majority's top five are? Like, where Tree is not appreciated. Obviously, Laurie Strode, Sydney Prescott, Sydney. Uh, Nancy from Nightmare mm-hmm. on Elm Street. I think those are like always considered like the top. Mm-hmm. You know, but then you have like these other like. Little ones, you know, like Ginny from Friday the 13th mm-hmm. Part 2. Um, I mean, one here or there, I'll see people mention Tree. And maybe because, like, this one's less horror-y. Yeah. People, it's hard to, like, consider. But even based off the first one, she fucking delivered. Crushed Where it. do you get a character arc like this? Start off with this unlikable bitch and end up being, like, this badass, funny final girl. So, True. Justice for Tree. Tree. We love you. We Come love back. You, Tree. Moving it, Tree's actress on the podcast. I mean, maybe she's not getting as much work. <laughs> as she, no, I shouldn't say that. I, I think she, okay. I think she does have a movie coming out with Bill Skarsgård, Pennywise. Okay, which is supposed to be, I think, like a horror sci-fi thing. So I'm excited for that. Do one of your uh, Insta TikToks with her. I'll, sure, <laughs> we stand you, Jessica Roth, another person who deserves Marco Robbie's <laughs> career. Oh, okay. You know what I realized? Because um, I think in this next scene where she's talking to Carter, we see like from the first movie, you know, when Danielle's talking and she gets like the milk poured on her and all that. Mm-hmm. Where is our girl, Becky? Oh, Becky. That, I think that was maybe the one they couldn't get back. She's like, nah, I'm not I'm doing booking this. jobs now, bitches. <laughs> I'm busy. They do we have, stand you, Becky. They do have one meeting with all the girls, but they're like very in the background. It's hard to see. So I want, well, I wonder if she was in that background. Maybe not though. There's like, it's a very quick shot, like yeah. m- less than five seconds. Maybe, maybe they cut her scenes. Just, we want <laughs> the Becky cut. <laughs> That's what we need. <laughs> the third movie is just Becky. Oh my God. Plot twist. And Danielle. And D- it's Danielle tormenting Becky. <laughs> Becky's the killer. No, Becky getting oh my revenge. God. Becky's the killer. There we go. Happy Death Day, Becky's Revenge. <laughs> what would it, the third one be called? Happy Death. So, I happy, was okay. Happy Death Day. How old are you? 
I, no. I can't take credit for this, but um, I think it was the Horror Queers podcast, Icons, mm. all of them. They said that the third movie could be like multiple trees with different personalities. That oh, would be fun. Okay. That would make sense too. I mean, like we have you Danielle. could have a badass tree, maybe like an emo tree, mm-hmm. um, another badass tree. I don't know, but. I could that see would be it. Fun. I'd, I'd be here for it. Then that's a lot more Jessica Roth, which is never a bad thing. You see a lot of sides of Jessica Roth. Mm-hmm. I think it's here too, where she tells, you know, she's made her decision to stay, and she tells her parents, like, "We just trust me. We need to leave." Mm-hmm. And I do like the scene in the car where her mom is like, "Remember when we went to this one place and like you had like two cinnamon buns, you mm-hmm. fat ass." <laughs> <laughs> She fat shames her like um, who fat shamed in the last episode? Oh, it we was did. the boyfriend Rick, is Rick, Rick. Rick with his Mrs. Horry sweater. <laughs> yeah, um, but she and then she's like, I don't recall that yeah. at all. So I think that's kind of when it clicks in her mind. Like I can't be here; mm-hmm. it's not right. Yeah, so she and her parents end up going to a hotel very far away from everything, so no one can kill her or hurt her. But she kind of mistakenly or in her you know conversation with carter tells him that people are going to die at the hospital like but it's not my problem carter's like you have to try to stop I, this i do like that she is like selfish in this moment because mm-hmm. i mean in the first movie she was a bitch so mm-hmm. like people don't change that much so i like that she's like you know people die every day mm-hmm. you know and and uh, like you said it it's nice to see the selfish quality because not everyone's perfect. You know, if you everyone, I think, likes to think that they would be selfless and do what's like best for the greater good. But I think that's not reality. Like everyone's going to have a moment of weakness where they might sway one way or the other. And for Tree, seeing her mother and being with her mother, that's kind of pushes yeah. her to be to want to stay in this universe. I think Carter has a line, too, where she says, you know, I can't live without her. And mm-hmm. he's like, but you did, you know, which yeah. is good. Good line. Some of this. OK, this is more of a me problem, mm-hmm. but we do get a little like sentimental. Oh, yeah. You, which, I you knew know, is, you wouldn't. <laughs> is not, it's not, I appreciate that they put the, all this character stuff in this, but sometimes it gets a little bit too much for me too, and my cold heart. Too yeah. sappy for your horror film. Right. But you probably loved it. Yeah, I was. I was eating it all You're, up. I was. I you, was. Don't eat, don't lie I, to me. Did you cry? At I was. All? I was eating a pint of ice cream, crying, bawling my eyes out. Oh, <laughs> I was not. Uh, I was not eating. Ice so cream. this movie failed. <laughs> it failed to make me cry, but it was very touching. And then we have <laughs> a tree calling up Ryan because Tree has this emotional discussion with her mother, asking about her parents. You know, uh, like what would you do if you like. Like, would you choose your? Would you choose my father, or would you like choose not to be with him? She's like, I choose your dad all the time. Mother says, because I mean, we wouldn't have you. So that's when Tree kind of makes the decision that she needs to go back. So she calls up Ryan to tell him to stop the whole thing. And on Ryan's phone, you see her calling. It says, "Crazy white oh, girl." That was, oh my god, that made me laugh so hard. It was so good. But she, I think she also sees on the news that um, Carter died. Oh yes, in the hospital. There were three deaths. Okay, I think this is maybe where I had the problem. So, like, here it's more she chooses to go back to to that world because of Carter, Mm -hmm. which, again, I just thought, like, 
it makes more sense to me that mm-hmm. she does it because this isn't her real world. Mm-hmm. But whatever. Yeah, they should have definitely been more of a driving factor. Like, they could be an aspect of it. That's mm-hmm. fine. But I, I like to think of it as Carter was like the the last straw. Like his death, not necessarily Carter himself, but his death made her realize this wasn't supposed to happen to him. Like and I kind of also did this. fucked up to have these people who weren't supposed to die mm-hmm. die, right? Yeah, and she has this redemption arc with Lori, and she also has she has a chance to save Lori. She has a chance to save Fuck Carter. Lori, I said what I said. <laughs> I know, I know, you don't like Lori's I, redemption. But that's it. What you just said about the Carter thing yeah. makes me less negative on that aspect. Yeah, but I still, I'm not here for the Lori arc. Yeah. So she ultimately takes her parents' car and drives it into some power plant thing. I think it's a power plant, yeah. Which I thought, like, oh, shit, imagine she doesn't die from this. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I was nervous. survive car crashes all the time. What if you're a vegetable? Yeah. I, this movie took a real dark turn. That's what I thought. Like, she was going to survive from this, and it was not going to be good. But That she, was the original cut, but test audiences were too depressed. <laughs> this is grim. <laughs> so she drives and she stop the power's cut from to the or to the college where so they cc can't go off which i also thought was really clever because cc is the whole reason we have these power outages in the first movie i like that um because that's something that i don't think was ever explained in the first mm-hmm. movie but the, the world building i guess yeah because they, re- they don't outwardly say like oh she doesn't ever say in the movie oh this is the reason why i've the power went out at this time all the time. You, we just kind of put two and two together as the audience. We're not spoon fed any info like that. Right. But we find out Danielle is a little cheater because she's hooking up with the weirdo from the first movie who was doing that rave dance. Oh, is That's that who him. this guy is? Oh, yeah. I think my his God. name is Nick. Uh, Classic Nick. And I like how in Danielle's room she has like the like pictures, pictures of herself, of herself <laughs> yeah. like classic Danielle. She would. And Nick is just such an idiot, and I love it. <laughs> is he like, I'm not dumb like a rock. They don't even have rocks, brain cells. <laughs> he knows what's up. He's not that dumb. Yeah, come on. How can rocks be dumb? You know when Danielle's judging you for being dumb? You're dumb. <laughs> There's a moment uh, earlier in the film where Danielle approaches Carter, and it's like, oh, but I need my research paper done. So it's like, okay, you, you get glimpses of Danielle's true personality show up here and there. Like she's kind of just with Carter for like the grades in this universe. And now we see she just wants to bang Nick and cheating on Carter. So she's still Danielle. I mean, Nick was, was way better looking than Carter, but he's a lot dumber too. <laughs> <laughs> like a rock. And I do like this final goodbye we have with Tree and her mother. No, this is very touching. I know you probably didn't need this or want this. This is a little too much for me, them blowing out the <laughs> candle together. That was a little weird. I don't know if that was a tradition thing that I missed that they do. Um, they did ex- establish that in the first movie yep. that every birthday they, they would get a cake with one candle. See? So it does check out, yep. but it's just too yeah. mushy for me. Yeah. We need to do a real dark movie. See, this, is, see, this is where I cry. We're, we're, we're going to do Martyrs next. What, what about Audition? <laughs> we could do Audition. Um, Olivia, what's her name? Rodrigo. Rodrigo. She's a stan. Olivia Rodrigo. Come on where our podcast. Talk about Audition. Where's Olivia? I 
Not ashamed to admit it. I subscribed to uh, like Olivia's email, whatever. What? Yep. Thing. So I got an email not too long ago with a countdown. So some. So she's gonna announce something. Like how soon? Uh, I'd have to pull it up. It was maybe within a month. I would say. I can't remember exactly. By the time this episode goes on, it might actually. Uh, I love that already be song. Out. I can't remember the name. Good for you. Good for you with the the audition gloves. Yep. Iconic. Maybe I'll, I was gonna uh, shade another artist, but I don't want them coming after me, so I won't. Um, <laughs> you have to tell me after. <laughs> I will. <laughs> Olivia, come on our podcast if you listen, please. We'll, we can. We'll do audition. Imagine guest host Olivia Rodrigo. Holy crap! I'll, I'll shoot her a DM and then get blocked. <laughs> That's fine. And then I'll shoot her one too, just in case <laughs> then you get blocked. <laughs> Shit. But this Dean guy, like they're just about to go through with this whole thing so mm. she can get back to her verse. And then our Dean straight from an eighties um, comedy, he <laughs> shuts it off. And of course tells them, you know, it's going to be in my office. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's a day early because this isn't supposed to happen until the next day. Yeah. What's up with that? Yeah. Why did that happen? Plot hole. No <laughs> multiverse stuff. Science. Multiverse stuff. reasons. I do like that there's this scene where Tree is like, thank you guys so much for helping me in doing this. And I was like, yeah, why doesn't she thank her, thank them sooner? But I'm like, I think Carter mentions this. This is all because of you guys that this happened. And it's true. So fuck you guys. Mm-hmm. And Ryan really steps up here, too, and takes ownership of everything after he hears that. Which great character. Ryan's better than Ryan. these other two. Oh, I don't know their names. I do know the girl... She was in the newest Texas Chainsaw Massacre that was on Netflix. Did Ooh. you watch that? Mm, I haven't seen that one. She had a very good death. Spoilers for that movie. Aww. So you're saying you haven't watched How I Met Your Father with Hillary Duff and I, this other guy? I have not, and I have no intentions <laughs> of doing so. Do you like it? How does it compare to I, the oh, OG series? Um, it's just a nostalgia trip kind of for me. Like I think it's it's okay. Did, did any of the old cast come in? Like Allison Hannigan, my girl. Allison, from Buffy? Han- Allison Hannigan has not come back yet, but I'm sure she will. Uh, we've had uh, Robin Scherbatsky, who's been in the Marvel films. Oh, God, what's her name? I can't think of it off the top of my head. Colby Smulders. Colby Smulders. She's been back. I know her from the Avengers movies. Yep. And then we've also had, uh, God, Barney Stinson played by Neil Patrick Harris. Come back. So we're still waiting on three main cast members. Is the finale going to be as controversial as the finale to the OG I, ho- I hope they learned their lesson. The thing is that they make a lot of like millennial jokes, but they ca- fall kind of flat because they're not super great. They're okay. Like It's like funny. It's like a ha-ha, not like a ha-ha-ha-ha-ha. I'd rather thing. Hillary come back to music, but she doesn't seem here for it. Fun. Okay, fun fact, and then we'll get off. Hi, much I father. stand come <laughs> clean, especially the remix. It goes off. They actually throw in a snippet of Lizzie McGuire into a How I Met Your Father episode. Oh, I think I I read something about that briefly. That yeah. which I thought that was freaking clever as hell. That was really that was well done. The Lizzie McGuire movie will be episode one hundred to celebrate. See, I've never seen Lizzie McGuire movie. An ex made me watch it. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, was it worth it? No. <laughs> <laughs> Hillary Duff is not in. Happy death day to you, unfortunately. <laughs> she would have made a great tree. I'd watch it. <laughs> I, I would watch it, but I don't think it would be as good. Um, <laughs> no shade. So then they end up planning a heist 
which I love a good heist. <laughs> Don't you dare shade this Danielle scene. This is just so over the top. It, I, I still loved it, though. To me, this is so Danielle. camp. Oh. This is like... This, I mean, this movie is pretty ridiculous, but yeah. this is like straight from like an 80s movie or a sitcom. Mm-hmm. But I just enjoy it. And it's Danielle. And I don't know why she decided that because she's blind, she has to be from France. But that's I just, stand that, too. That's just her character. She needs some backstory. She decided she's a real blind actress from France. <laughs> Meryl, she, what did she say about Meryl Streep before? She, she taped her eyelids shut for something. To, is that true? I don't know. <laughs> it sounds like something Meryl Streep would do. But Danielle is pretending to be blind, and when she gets the tarp over her and he's trying to help her, he's like, it's so stupid. You're not helping. You're, you're, you're covering yourself. This is like from a completely different movie, but I love it. Then she starts slapping him with her uh, walking cane there. Oh, my God. But the whole heist pretty much goes according to plan. Danielle's able to get the keys from him and give it to the students as they wheel out. Is Sissy? CC? It's, um, I think it's CC. CC? Oh, no, it's Sissy. Sissy? Sissy. As they wheel out Sissy, they're able to get it, plug it in, and they return the keys to Danielle. And then she's there sitting by the chess as she moves, like one of the pawns. Like, okay, you didn't know at this point she wasn't blind. <laughs> she's very good at chess, apparently. She's like, checkmate. She knows, Who would have thought? She knows chess. Do you play chess? I've never I played do play it chess. and I have no intention. You want to play chess sometime? No. Oh. <laughs> it seems like a lot of work to learn it. It's very... How it's, long would it take to learn it? Not very long to learn. I mean, for me, though. Not very long. You, no, honestly, not very long for anyone. It's confusing. There are certain like mo- rules and moves you can do. Like that, there's a horse. I know that. There's a horse. It moves in an L shape. There's one that moves diagonally only. There's one that moves... Uh, sh- straight up and down and in a row only. And that's pretty much it. I just want to play the Scream game from Funko Pop whenever that comes out. We can do that too. <laughs> Ooh, we can do that for Halloween. I'm down. 2023, Halloween? Yeah. We'll turn it into a drinking game because it's us. We can do something. But Tree, she's going to go to the hospital, right? Um, she, she's going to try to stop Lori's death. Which she kind of forgot about up until it's like pretty late in the game in the hospital. Fuck <laughs> Lori. Oh. <laughs> Poor policeman is held up as he's taking a whiz. He's the true victim of these movies, isn't he? Yeah, he's just trying to do his best job. I like his pee, though. It takes forever. <laughs> she's just like, come on. And here she's able to kill Tombs as he's about to kill Lori. So she's successful there. But then we find out babyface number two murderer is actually Gregory. Yeah, like it doesn't really bother me because this movie doesn't focus on the whodunit as mm-hmm. much as the first one. Right. Because this is pretty like whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like Gregory and his wife, too. Which is another twist, which there is a like, I don't buy that him. because you they want to cover up this affair. They're going to kill Tree. Like, fuck off. It's a little it's, weak. <laughs> it's, it's weak, but again, this because it's not the focus of the movie, yeah. it's like, fine. I was really hoping that the other killer was going to be this universe's uh, Tree or something like that. I thought that would have been friggin' awesome. Because like it would call, go back to when Ryan was. Right. That would have been better. I don't know how they would have worked with everything, because then if they kill this universe's tree, then I don't know what our tree goes 
when she goes back. None of this makes sense anyways. They could have done something. Yeah. They probably could have done something a little better than this, let's be honest. Yeah. Maybe it's them too, but then their tree is another one. I don't know. This universe's tree is like the mastermind behind everything. And then once our tree is sent back, this universe's tree can go back to being Ooh. like. What if Happy Death Day 3 is inspired by Terminator 2? And there is like a bad tree. And oh, a it's just like reversal. bad tree versus good tree. Mm-hmm. Ooh. If you steal our idea, Christopher Landon, I want a cut of the profits or just get Jessica on our podcast. Jessica on our podcast on our podcast and put us in the credits. Yes. Yeah, spe- special thanks. Yeah. Special to the thanks horror stance podcast. The horror stance podcast at scream Steve and at M Cabo 92. Yeah, make sure you put our ads on there. Yeah. We don't want our names. Just our ads. <laughs> We're thirsty. <laughs> I do. I do love a cheesy pun with, cause there's like this magnetic thing going on. Right. Yeah. And she's like, Dr. Gregory, you're screwed. <laughs> Love it. Uh, Which I do you think this is how an MRI machine works? I feel like we should know because I know you're not supposed to wear metal. We'll try it next time. We'll, we'll put a wheelchair in there and a screwdriver. We'll see what happens. <laughs> but Lori still ultimately gets shot, but not. It's not a fatal wound. We were led like, to believe. Th- if this was Scream Six, like this is like a paper cut. They just give her you a blanket. Know, she'd be fine. She's fine. Get ambulance blanket. And then. Carter actually shows up at the hospital saving Tree, distracting Gregory enough for Tree to get away. And he's uh, there now. And they kind of share one last kiss with this universe's Carter and our Tree, which makes Carter kind of a scumbag because he's dating Danielle. And he doesn't know that she's cheating, though. So he not yet. No. Like I would say maybe it would be OK if he knew, but he doesn't know. Yeah, so know. Carter kind of sucks in this movie. Yeah, he's he not, was better in the first one. He's not. This universe is Carter's Tree, a good you boy. You could do better. <laughs> Kill Carter off in the first 10 minutes like Alice in Friday the 13th Ooh. Part 2. What was the other one? Did we do another one recently where they died? In the very beginning? Yeah. We always talk about Hostel. Hostel 2. <laughs> <laughs> Kill Carter because he sucks. <laughs> and give us multiple trees. And this, you know, this kiss and this whole fight scene going on where Big Time Machine is with the Dean running it is just so again over the top but it's great and we get everyone the machine goes off and everyone starts waking up and at first i was like wait is, are we back are we back to the the universe we saw in the beginning and mm-hmm. it turns out we are because uh we have the yuhu it all goes back to the yuhu the you at the yuhu is the center of the universe and just to confirm tree asks carter like who's danielle or like he's like danielle who I don't know that bitch. <laughs> they kiss, and that is the end of the movie. Well, not really though. So, so we think, because we have a little, well, not even a little, a post-credit scene with, I is it this? Is this the FBI, or like who are these people? Special age? I don't know. They are DARPA. <laughs> what does that stand for? Which do you know? They're an. I think they're an actual. Like yeah, it's a real oh. group. The Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency. Of course. And I think the only reason I know that is from a video game, honestly. It sounds on brand for you. It's uh, Metal Gear Solid, if you guys have ever played it. It's a great game. Check it out. PlayStation 1. But, I mean, it makes sense that, I mean, this machine, they would want to see what this is all about. This is a big uh, 
a find here. I mean, someone would want to. Any any cool invention comes out, the military is like in the background, like who? How do how yeah, can yeah. we use this? I do like the scope of this, like them going into this huge DARP. Is it DARPA? DARPA. Yep. DARPA. DARPA. Eight. Uh, yeah, DARPA facility. Facility, we'll and it. they basically say they want like a test subject mm-hmm. to experiment, <laughs> and uh, our girl tree says, "I know the perfect person." <laughs> Cut to Danielle screaming. screaming. And I would be here for a, you know, Danielle getting tortured. Yeah, because we have our core crew here now. Or is it core five? We have five. We have five. Listen, they don't deserve <laughs> the name core five because I don't even know who what these two the other these two. two new people's names are. Um, by Stan Tree, uh, she needs to find <laughs> yeah. some new members, and then they can have some, a core five. Some memorable. If members. Carter shapes up and stops being a douche, he can stay. Well, this universe is Carter's pretty pretty okay. Oh, that's true. Yeah. He was pretty good on this. But one. the other two, we still don't really know yeah, much they, about. They can die in the first ten. <laughs> yeah. And Danielle can obviously stay because she's queen. Yeah, Danielle, we need to see what happens with you. But yeah, we have our we have our group there who would know what's going on with Danielle, so they could help her figure everything out. True. So I would be here. I would be here for a Danielle movie. I, I'm ready for it. What, what's Danielle's I actress think doing? I, I haven't seen her in anything. So yes, here we go. She should be in everything. Come on, she be, we can get her. <laughs> get them well, both. <laughs> We're gonna, well, this this episode's gonna pop off. You watch, <laughs> right? Maybe because of this podcast, we'll get the third film. Ooh, yeah, we did that. Our influence. But that is Happy Death Day to You. I really enjoy this movie. I think it's a very solid sequel. Like I said, I do have my little nitpicks here and there, mm-hmm. things that I think could have been a bit better. And they're valid. But overall, I think this is a fun time. And, you know, I love Tree. So Tree's great. The sequel's great. Every, it's great. You don't, would, you, there are problems. Do you but. think Tree would be in your top five final girls? Uh, you know, I'm really bad with that recency bias. So for now, yes. <laughs> Ask me when we get to episode like 100, and then we'll see. I know Chris from Friday 13, Part 3. Absolutely. No, you Vera. Vera. <laughs> She's not a final girl, Vera. but Vera's she, my she is in our girl. <laughs> Vera's my favorite Justice girl. Justice for Vera. One. She's gorgeous. She's gorgeous. She's And very nice to douchebag Shelly. She, she's sweet. She's so sweet. But yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, follow us on social media at Horror Stands. We're on Instagram and Twitter. And what do we have next week for the people? Next week, we have 2006's When a Stranger Calls. Yes, we do. Not the OG and not When a Stranger Calls Back, no, but no. the remake from 2006. So which, that'll be a fun one. Which I'm guessing you've seen both of the other ones? I've seen them all. You've seen them all. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. But yeah. <laughs> Thank yep. you guys. Thank you guys for listening. We appreciate it so much. And we'll see you for the next one. Bye.